stay at home on nine to five, raising your babies with joy and pride. A real ass mom, your real ass mom, taking care of business. Ooh, girl, you're resilient. Cause you're a real ass mom, a real ass mom. Welcome to the Real Mama Pod. I'm your host, Devin. And I'm your host, Kendra. We are real moms. Sharing real experiences. The, the things people don't tell you. Hey, Mama. Hey, how are you, friend? I'm well. How are you? I am good. I cannot complain. It's been a good week. All right. Well, that's so, good. We'll, we'll see how it ends, but it's been good. <laughs> I can't well, complain. We're going to be positive and optimistic. Um, yeah. Well, first, I, I guess we should introduce ourselves. <laughs> Yeah. If this is your first time listening, I'm your host, Kendra. And I'm your host, Devin. Welcome to the Real Mama Pod. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. So we have a guest today, and I'm super <laughs> excited about this guest. Her name is Chloe, and she is like top notch when you think of PR, okay? <laughs> I mean, you think of PR, you see Chloe, okay? First of all, she's so cute, always fly. Like the first time I met her, I met her through Alina, who's been on a podcast before and check out her episode is super bomb and they're best friends. So we were all living in New York at that time and we had went out to dinner with Melissa, who was also on the podcast. Check out her episode. And um, I was like, oh, my gosh, who is this girl? She's so cute. And so we had really good conversation. We connected well. And then we've just been friends like on social media. She has a daughter, Nori. She's so cute, so spunky, so smart, so so well-spoken. Oh my gosh, this girl's been here before. But PR baby. <laughs> yes, PR baby. PR mama, PR baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, Chloe knows her stuff. She's very thorough. She's been in the industry for a very long time. And so when Kendra and I were going through like, oh, what should be next on a podcast? We were like, we never had someone in PR in the entertainment business. So this would be really cool to like pick her brain and talk about that. And any moms who are want to get into that industry, like this could be a podcast for them so mm -hmm. chloe welcome to the real mama pod welcome chloe Hello, ladies. <laughs> Hi, Devin. Hi, Kendra. thank you for having me <laughs> thanks for yes. joining us for being here. of course can you tell us about your journey to mamahood uh, wow journey to mamahood i'm pregnant now so so that's that's a part of it for sure <laughs> Um, so my journey to mamahood, it's, 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 it's been interesting, right? Um, I think I kind of did it a little different, if you will. Um, I focused on career first. Um, I just wanted, not intentionally, but I just, you know, wanted to be at a certain place, um, with my career so that I could be the best mom possible. Um, and so I, yeah, I, I, I've been in the, the entertainment industry now for, I actually just celebrated my, I think my 15 year anniversary in New York. So I've been in the entertainment industry for, for 15 years wow. after I graduated from the illustrious Florida Agricultural Mechanical University. Um, I moved to New York okay, and I've been in you. the entertainment. Yeah, I've been in, I've been in entertainment for 15 years now. Started my career um, at Essence where I worked for five years Um on the PR side. So I had a chance to work on the magazine and Essence Festival, all things um, the Essence brand when they were under timing. 
And then I left there and went and worked um, at Revolt Diddy's television network. So I was there for about three to four years, leading PR for the network and the Revolt Music Conference um, and a lot of different original programming um, things that they had going on. And then when I left there, I went over to BT, where I am now the Senior Director of Corporate Communications, where I lead PR for all of our tent polls. So when, you, when you're when you watching BT Awards, the NAACP Awards on BT, I mean, you see the beautiful red carpet. I work with my counterpart and I kind of lead um, <clears throat> all things red carpet, all things PR when it comes to our tent polls and a lot of our um, original programming that we do with Tyler Perry. Um, and I also lead PR for BT Her, which is our sister network. So um, never a dull moment. Uh, but in the midst of me taking the job at BET, um, I think not even a year in, I got blessed with uh, and got pregnant with my baby girl. I got married first, and then my husband got me pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have my little girl I have now, who's three, three going on 13, as I like to say. And um, we were blessed with a second pregnancy, a little boy who my daughter affectionately calls Baby Rabbit, who's due in November. So my journey to motherhood has not, um, it's, it's, it has not been one that's by the books, but it's been by my book, if I, if I could say that for sure. Yes, I love that. And see, y'all, I told y'all she was thorough. Look at all those <laughs> this companies whole plan, she went for. Like, boom, boom, right. boom. And right. all the milestones in your career. Yes, oh, resume is checked. Okay, love that. <laughs> love that, love that. So you shared your journey to motherhood. You shared um, working for these major companies. How did? How do you balance being in a high-level position um, and being a mom, as well as, like, your role as a PR person? Like, what does that look like for you? Is it a such thing as balance? Like, how does that look? How does your day look? Um, I think... There's a such thing as balance and there's a such thing as boundaries, right? Um, and I think it's important mm. too, like when I took the when I took the role at BET, again, I was engaged at the time, about to get married. But it's also important to know where you are in life and like what your next when you're looking for your next position, okay, who do you want to work for, right? So it was important for me, I report to the amazing um Janine Liberg, but she she's very family oriented. And so when you're looking to work at a company, you want to make sure the person that you're going to be reporting to um, is someone who understands family values and realizes that you may not have a baby right now, but you're going to have one one day and you're going to have to take a sick day because kids get sick, right? Or um, that maternity leave is maternity leave. And when you're checked out, you checked out and they respect that and they encourage you to do those things. Or when your nanny cancels and you're like, well, I need to come to the office. She's like, bring the baby with you. So I think it's really important to work for someone and report to someone who understands um, family and, and, and work balance, um, but also who encourages it, right? Because you sometimes you get, you find yourself in situations and I've been in situations like that before having a family where you work for someone and they're like so zoned in on their job and, and, and just kind of man, micromanaging and managing and they could care less about anything else when it comes to family or whatever. And then those are the people that end up like 60 and bitter with no, you know, no husband, no kids, nothing because they've thrown their entire lives into their career. Um, and, you know, some people 
that's what they want, but that wasn't what was for me. So uh, uh, the first thing that was really important to me is just making sure that I, I took a position that allowed me to find that balance. Um, and I, I honestly, any of my friends, like you guys mentioned, Alina and a few of my other friends, they will tell you that I was born to be a mom, like hands down. I grew up around kids. <laughs> my grandmother had a home daycare all my life, still does to this day at 82. I don't know how she does it. Um, so I was just, oh, I was always, her. you know, yeah. I don't, like, I'm hoping I have, I mean, I have her genes, but she's like a superwoman on a whole nother level. Um, but I always felt like mommyhood was in my DNA. Um, and my daughter is my world. So, you know, if I had to bring her and tell my husband, like, hey, I'm doing the BET Awards, bring Nuri and your mom will come out and the family's family support is important too. So like, tell your mom to come you and she can watch the baby while you take some meetings with some clients down here and I work. Um, Cause I think it's important for her to see what I do as well. So it's just, and it's just having boundaries. Like, so I, like if she comes upstairs and I'm, I'm working from home and it's 630, I'm like, close the computer. What I didn't get to today, I'll get to, but then I also know I have pockets of time um in the year where I'm doing a major show where I'm like mommy can take a two hour break at 6 30 put her down and then or my husband will put her down and then um get back to work but then also my husband again he's so he's so helpful with like just helping manage when I'm I'm in a, a moment in my um year where it's just hectic helping manage our daughter and kind of, you know, being like, mommy's busy. She'll come when she can. But I think it's really about having boundaries as well, for sure. I love how you include your daughter and your family when you need to um, in your work, because work doesn't go away, unfortunately. Um, But you all have found a way to include them in your space um, if you have to, like, Mm -hmm. Working in your industry, I can imagine that it's busy, like the entertainment world doesn't stop and you have to have the flexibility, I would imagine, to still be a wife and be a mom, but also be who you are in your position at work. So I love that you have kind of found that balance or really, I guess, established that boundary that um, communicates that if I need to bring my family here to get this work done, I will do that. Um, so and I, you, I love And you that. know, one of the yeah, and one of the things, um, so you have to be unapologetic unapologetic about it, right? Like, Nuri will hop on a Zoom mm-hmm. call. She knows most of my coworkers. She's like, hey, so-and-so, hey, so-and-so. And they know, like, you know, she's a pandemic baby. <laughs> so I think the, just, you know, being on Zoom and all of that kind of changed things before you would be so like embarrassed that your baby was crying in the background and you were working. But it was like, well, look, I can't go outside. I'm home. I can't expect for at that time a one and a half year old to understand mommy's on the call and you have to be quiet. No, I'm actually in her space because I should be at work in the office. Right. Um, and so at right. first I would be like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But the reality of it, it was is that, no, I'm not. This is a child. This is what they do. Um, like, I mean, obviously you can't be, it can't be excessive where it's like, she's screaming like crazy or whatever, but like, Nine times out of 10, if you know me and you see me, whether it's on the red carpet, like I could be standing at the top of the red carpet, I kid you not. Probably nine out of 10 people will be like, Nuri's mom. I'm no longer Chloe. I'm Nuri's mom. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's one of those things that that they know who she is. Um, they know how important she is to me. 
So even when people call me late, they're like, hey, is Nuri down? So I think you have to make people come into your world and go by your terms as opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, sneaking off and answering the phone. If you call me at eight o'clock, I'm with my daughter. So if you want to talk, we can talk. But just know that I'm giving her my attention as well, you know? And that's what I mean by being Absolutely. unapologetic about being a mother. Yeah. That was good. Because that, that doesn't really go good. away either. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Chloe, you've worked in this industry, you said, for, I guess, you're close to 15 years now. And you were pretty established before having uh, your daughter. But have you seen a shift, I guess, in your creative processes and the way you kind of navigate work since you've had your daughter? Um. I think I think because, you know, time is so valuable and you want to want to cherish every moment with your child. I've learned, you know, NPR is always important to work really smart about what you do. Stay up with with technology, with the trends and things like that. So I find myself doing that more mm-hmm. um, like and because press releases are still here. Um, pitching and all of those things. So really just really just evaluating what needs to get done and working smarter um, about getting it done faster so that I have more time on the back end to spend with my daughter, right? Um, like she's in a million and one activities. Mm-hmm. Um, so weekends are very valuable for our relationship and me taking her to dance class. I'm a, a dance mom, I'm a tennis mom, I'm a gymnastics mom. Um, a swim mom, all of these things. And the girl is only three. So I'm like, you know, it's important for me to balance that and make sure that I have time to be there for those moments. But then also um, making sure that I'm I'm still good at what I do, right? Like, I think, you know, one of the things that I know that's gotten me to the position that I'm in is my brand, right? My brand being how people value me at work, how people see me, how they respect me me how they speak up for me in rooms that I'm not in that's very valuable to me that's that's Mm -hmm. pretty much how I've gotten every position that I've had um and I think you know continuing that is important but it's also important to be a good mom you know and so I don't want to be that person that I'm a great mom but then I'm like well she don't do this at work she doesn't do this at work or vice versa so I think just working smarter and understanding um you know that it's okay to lean on coworkers. My co-work, my coworkers are amazing. I work with some um, fellow FAMUans as well and some, some other folks who are parents, you know, um, so they get it. And they're like, girl, you six months pregnant. I, I got you on this, you know, or, or I'm seven months now, but like BT Awards, I believe I was like three or four months and they were bringing me food and like, well, you don't have to stand up on the top of the carpet. I'm gonna get you a chair or whatever. So just tapping, in, tapping into um the people that are around you but also understanding how to like navigate what you're really good at but just and and get it done faster um with the same quality of work but just a little bit faster and smarter if that makes sense yeah it does i know i've had to make some shifts in the way i think and do things um since becoming (laughs) a mom so uh i i get it but it's Good to hear your your response to that, especially in such a busy industry like the entertainment world. Right. 
So I do have a question. Um, something you said a little bit earlier, you chose career first and then family. So let's mm. talk about that a little bit, because I think um, for our generation, like that is a thing. Like I'm going to establish myself. I went to school for so many years. I worked really hard for my degree. I have dreams and aspirations too. Yes, a family fits into that, but I am career driven. And I think that's okay um, as women. But I think sometimes there's like a bad stigma with that. Like, ooh, you're not going to be able to have kids or, ooh, you're not going to find a man. Ooh, you're overqualified. Those type of mindsets. Um, So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's dive into that. Like, was it difficult for you and your, for you to find, um, I guess, a spouse or a partner who wasn't intimidated by you? How did you guys meet? Um, What did that look like for you? Because I feel like this is a story of women in our generation. We are waiting later to have children, to get married, to do all those things. And I don't want anybody listening to this to lose hope because I feel like you could be the poster mom for that. Like, yes, I chose my career. I still have my husband and I still have my still kids, have my kids. <laughs> and right. I'm still successful. So let's yeah. talk about that a little bit. I know that was long winded. My bad. No, you're good. I think it's so funny because I have this ongoing joke about how like people, some, some friends had kids in their twenties and I was like, dang, what are you doing? Whatever, whatever. Like, you know, and now that kids are in high school and I'm sitting here pregnant with a baby, old as hell. But, you know, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, no, I think but one of the things is that you find in, in your, your, like your mom, your grandma, your auntie, your great auntie, everybody, like, when you're starting to hit 30, you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And there's this this pressure to become a mom and to become a wife. And you're like, I'm still figuring out who I am. Like, how am I going to be something to a whole husband and a child when I still haven't find, like fully identified what my purpose is in this world, right? Like, whether it be career, um, you know, spiritually, just on a lot of different levels. And so a lot of times that pressure gets to us and then we, you know, go through so many things as far as depression and things like that, because we we put ourselves in positions we weren't ready for. Right. And not to say that you have to be because people people get pregnant every day. Right. They have children every day, which is a blessing. And not to say that you, you have to have all your ducks in a row. But I think there is a benefit to making sure that you are in the right place on a lot of different levels before you kind of step into marriage and children and all of that and like the things I'm able to provide my daughter right um I couldn't baby I couldn't afford a nanny at 20 something like let's be very clear <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> hell I couldn't probably even for a daycare I would have moved back to Chicago and my grandma would have been babysitting the baby um but I think but I think I say that to say it's really important you know for and it's just about what you want like some people they meet their the love of their lives at twenty something. Like Devin, you said, like you mentioned, you met me in New York. I was running these New York streets at twenty something. The last thing I was thinking about was, you know, getting married and having a child. I was, you know, going to parties and networking and just trying to see where I fit into the city. Um, and now I'm living this New Jersey suburban life, which you couldn't have told me I would have been doing five years ago. Let's be very clear. <laughs> Um, but I am, um, but yeah, I think it's different things for different people, but I think the longer you wait, the more, and also what's important, the more you see the BSS out there with men, 
right? The older you get. Because if you, you know, you're in your 20s, you're still learning, man. You're starting, you're still learning what you like, what you don't like. You're still learning, you know, you like the the signs of who's fake, who's this and who's that. And so what we all know with time comes experience. And so you tend to get older and then your your BS radar is on another level, right? And so you know, when I met my husband, you asked that too. And I'm, I, you, when I met my husband, I met him through a coworker of mine at Revolt. Um, and I, we we dated for um, two years. But I mean, when we first started, our first date, he he was like, how much you want to bet I'm going to marry you? I'm like, this dude would think he got a good game. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I was like, I've been, in, I've been in New York long enough to know game when I see it. But like, right. Here I am, you know. Um, so, and then, and then I, I had this guy out of a really long relationship, um, like a, uh, I think it was eight, eight or nine year relationship. So my thing was like, look, I'm not gonna waste my time again. Like, if we're gonna do this, we can date, and then we need to get you need to propose in two years. And he he proposed almost two years to the date. Um, and so, and we knew we both knew we wanted kids. Um, we both knew. Um, you know, like we're both family oriented. Uh, I knew I wanted a girl. He finally, he's getting his boy. <laughs> um, <and laughs> so all of those things were important, but I think it's really, but I also knew who I was. I knew who I was showing up as. I knew I had, I had experienced things. I wasn't, there wasn't a part of me that still had this like sense of FOMO, um, mm-hmm. about like, Oh, I, I had, I didn't live or whatever. Like I, I did what I wanted to do. I had fun. I had a good time. And I was like, okay, now it's time for the next stage of my life. And just mm-hmm. giving me time afforded me that, that, you know, you know, kind of visibility into what was next, what I wanted and what was next for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. <sighs> you said, you said a mouthful there and <laughs> that BS, that BS radar, you are so right about that because Kendra and I was just talking today, how we just don't have time for it. And whether mm-hmm. that's like in a platonic relationship with friends or, I mean, we've been out the game for a long time when it comes to like dating and stuff, but just like the BS people put on, like I used to tolerate mm-hmm. so much and used to be like a people pleaser and just trying to keep the peace. And now I'm like, I don't care. You mad? Cool. Like you get over <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> so it's just like, um, yeah, the older you get, the more you can weed out and you just have less patience for it. Like, mm-hmm. no, thank you. So, people right. think you're being mean and you're not and it's just like no baby yeah. baby boy i've been there done that not doing it again yeah like yeah. right that's so true <laughs> that was a good question Devin. um thank you <laughs> so chloe when now that you are in this role or have this life with the husband and two kids one on the way or one kid and one on the way, I should say. Girl, yeah, um, one on the way, one in the house, <laughs> and this is it. Hey, that's Shut down. It. I don't want to confuse you. Don't put no more had, kids on me. One kid, one on the way, so two total. Um, yes. But <laughs> when you think about just, you know, where you are in life now with your career still thriving, but you still have a family that you are loving on and caring for, like how does your existing family and friends kind of support you and your husband with pursuing your dreams because your dreams don't stop now that you have kids. Um, so how does your, I guess your community or village, so to speak, support you all? Oh my gosh. They are amazing. Um, like my, I'm, I'm originally from Chicago, the South side of Chicago. 
Let's be very clear. Not the suburbs, but the South Side. Because a lot of people <laughs> like to say they're from Chicago, but they're like from Naperville. I'm from the South Side of Chicago. No disrespect. <laughs> Love y'all too, but just saying. Um, so for me, my family is there, but my family will jump on a flight in a heartbeat to come and be with me or, or Nuri. They call, I talk to my mother every day. There's not a morning that Nuri and I don't FaceTime my, my mom and she says, good morning. I talk to my grandmother every day. Nuri's, Nuri calls a big grandma. Um, and it's such a <laughs> blessing because she still has her great grandmother and great grandfather on her maternal side here. And then my husband, he's from Brooklyn. So his whole community is lives in Brooklyn. Um, he's Dominican. And so my, mo- my mother-in-law doesn't speak English. So we we kind of struggle to communicate and we swear we know what each other's saying. But then my husband be like, what'd she just say? And I'll tell him, he was like, oh my God, that is not what she said. But the love <laughs> is there. But what I will mm-hmm. tell you is she's, she's an amazing woman um, who will come here, watch Nuri anytime I need. I remember when I first had Nuri and, and um, the lockdown was lifted, she would take Nuri for us every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. She would take wow. her every weekend. Mm. Um, and wow. so I would have her during the week. She would take her during the weekend. Now we live in Jersey, so that's not possible. But anytime we call her, um, she will, she'll take her granddaughter and he, she'll hang out with her her um, her cousins and her TTs and Tia's and all of that, and you know, come back saying Spanish words. I have no clue sometimes what she's saying, <laughs> but you know, hey, I'm like my little bilingual baby. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I have we have his family, my sister in laws, like everything. We have a village on his side, and then my friends are just top notch. Like all of my friends that I have, they've been in my life. One of my best friends, who I was with yesterday. She's from Chicago and she lives in the Bronx with her family. Um, we've been best friends for almost, almost since my freshman year in high school. So I'm not going to age myself wow. 20 something mm-hmm. years. Um, we got you, girl. Um, we got you. <laughs> but, but, you know, like, and then I have another two girlfriends who are best friends of mine who um, I worked at Essence with. And I have my college girlfriends, Chastity and Alina. Um, I, I really, I, I really am blessed with amazing, amazing friends who I can lean on when it comes to career advice, marriage advice. Um, you know, I can, I can definitely call Alina for some good child advice. <laughs> um, so, and, and, you know, it's just, it's important, I think, to have those people in your life because you can't do this alone. You can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. And then even just days where I just feel so overwhelmed, like with this pregnancy, because baby boy is taking everything out of me, you know, where you just want to call a friend and cry. And and, and rant. Even my husband today, he came in the room. He was like, you OK? I was like, yes, I'm just pregnant and moody. I'm fine. Like, <laughs> but he doesn't understand that. Except that pregnant women have an attitude for no mm-hmm. reason sometimes. Yeah. But my girlfriends do. Right. Um, so. But, you know, people, honestly, just people who pray for you when you don't even know that 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 mm. they're praying for you. That's mm-hmm. so important. And our kids grow up together. And I see all of these memes about, um, like, explaining to your child why they call this lady auntie and y'all are related. That's Nuri. Right. Nuri has about mm-hmm. 10 aunties. Yeah, we are not blood related, but blood couldn't make us any closer, right? Um, right. And that's her village. And she knows that, that. And I know that when she grows up, they'll be in her corner. You know, she'll go to them and maybe talk to them when she if she feels like she can't talk to me. And that's right. important. 
Um, so I definitely have that village and, and I'm, I'm forever grateful for that, for sure. That was a village great answer. Important. Yes. Yes, it really, it really is. is. Goodness. Um, yes, because I'm, I'm a military spouse. So we, okay. our friends become family a lot because we move around way too much. So I remember my mom, she was like, well, I'm going to just move where y'all at. I'm like, you going to move every two years. So just stay where you at because <laughs> <laughs> it, don't, it don't make sense. By the time you get here, it's going to be time for you to go. So right. don't follow us. Follow one of your other kids. Um, <laughs> but so to that mama who is trying to like make her mark in the PR world or in the entertainment industry? Like, what is your advice for her? You know, my advice now will probably be completely different for someone who would ask me that question like five years ago, right? Okay. Because so much has changed and everybody, oh my gosh, everybody is a publicist now or, mm-hmm. or, or claims to be a publicist or claims <laughs> to have clients and things like that. So it's really, I mean, I've always said who you know will get you in the door and what you know will keep you there. I think that's really mm. important, right? Um, mm. And just networking. Like, you know, one of my favorite sayings to, to, to children that I speak to in like college, I shouldn't say children, young adults that I speak to in college is like your network is your network. Um, and it, this industry really has become about who you know at this point. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I've I've met some people and I'm like, they gotta know somebody because it's no way they got this job. <laughs> okay. But so but that's why I also say <laughs> what you know will keep you there. Um but I think, you know, networking like if for like for sure with an, an internships, honestly, I don't think I think that's one thing that will never be outdated, a good internship. How I discovered that I wanted to work in PR um, was doing internships while I was in college. Um, And so I spent two summers um, in New York. My first one working at the NBA and realized I did not want to work in sports. It was cute, but it wasn't my thing. (laughs) And then I worked at Vibe. Um, It was Vibe magazine at the time. And that's when I realized that's when I wanted to work in entertainment. But I networked while I was there. I was the first one in the door, the last one out. I I wore my SBI suit, Bratless. <laughs> I wore my SBI suit every day while everybody else had on jeans. So it became a thing. Like when I when I, I think it was one time I wasn't even I was out of town for like a family reunion or something, and the my our manager kept just calling everybody Chloe. He's like, Chloe, Chloe, well, girl, you know who I'm talking to. Because I stood out. I was always there, always, you know, dressed up, played the part or whatever. And I say that to say, um, you know, internships are, are, I mean, I cannot express those enough. And then if you are out of college, just, you know, having coffee with people, like a lot of people reach out to me and just say, hey, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with my career can I pick your brain? Treat treat someone a coffee. 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Everybody has that. Everybody wants to go to Starbucks and have a latte on somebody, on somebody else, no matter how much money you're making. So right. um, I would say definitely doing that as well and just picking people's brain and kind of step standing out and then following up and being like, hey, you know, if let me know if you need somebody to work a rare carpet and volunteer to do things and then they can see like your work ethic, what you bring to the table. And then potentially if they know of something or know of someone that's looking for a job, they can say, hey, 
have this this young person that's really hungry and eager to learn, maybe you should choose them, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's what I would say to young people that are just coming into the industry. And the people that are already in in the industry, I... I mean, there are women that work, I work for obviously BET, which is a paramount company. There are women within the company that reach out to me and just say, you know, I've seen you around the building or heard about you. Would you mind mentoring me? And they're already in their career, but they may want to go from production to PR. Um, so just kind of just seeing who's around you and who's and, and not making when you reach out to someone one-sided, right? Because nobody just wants to be a person's mentor because and and don't gain anything from it. It should be two-sided, right? Networking should be two-sided. So always offer um, something valuable for that person's time, whether it be volunteering or checking up on them or, you know, having a conversation with them and hearing that they're like, I can be like, oh, I got to find this for Nuri and then send me a few links to make my life easier. You know, something like that <laughs> just to make bring value because that person's probably adding value to you by having, you know, given their time, which is very valuable and limited and giving you, you know, potentially connecting you with some of their resources and all of that. So you want to be able to add value back to them because it goes a long way for sure. You have to be reciprocated. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And a lot of people forget that they just want to email people and or talk to them and want, 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 want. But a lot of people just feel like they get taken advantage of. Right. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I've been in the industry for a while and I'm, I'm knowledgeable of certain things. But I also just don't want to talk to five people and keep just answering the same questions about, you know, how can I help you? Like it has to be reciprocated. And then you'd be surprised how far that relationship goes when it is. I have a... um a mentor, I'm sorry, a mentee, um, who's been my mentee for, I think it has been my mentee for like, I think like three years now. She went to him, no, longer than that, like five years now. And she's one of the people that I've kept in touch with because she calls and checks up on me. She doesn't just call me when she needs something. She'll call me for career advice, but she'll call and check up on me. She'll call and check up on Nuri. She'll see if we need anything. She'll be like, hey, I'm in town. Um, I'm doing Comic-Con. Do you want to bring Nuri? You know what I mean? Just things like that, that, that I'm like, oh, sure. I've never been. Let me bring my daughter. But, but she's just not only calling me when she needs something. She's also like checking in on me or adding value to our relationship. So that's important. It really is. It it is. Well, thank you, Chloe, for just being a wealth of knowledge um, for our listeners and, you know, Rattler women, it's something special about us. It's something, something real special. I wasn't an SBI, but I know how y'all are. <laughs> I wore suits, what, every Wednesday? I forgot which mm-hmm. day it was. Um, but thank you so much for your presence. And it's great to see um, successful Black women in the entertainment industry. And you're doing a phenomenal job as Absolutely. a mom, too, and a wife. So God bless you. Yes. <laughs> Well, to point, the question you asked earlier, it takes a village. Like I couldn't do this yeah. by myself. Like my husband, um, he's he's amazing at helping with our little girl and our village mm-hmm. and my friends and you know, just working with amazing people that understand like work is work and life is life and sometimes mm-hmm. they intertwine and other times you you like Life is way more important right now. So I'm I'm going to holler at work in a second. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's important to kind of have that balance, but also surround yourself with people that understand that balance and respect it more importantly. So 
That's right. indeed. So is your husband in the entertainment industry as well? So my husband is kind of, sort of. He's in sports. Um, okay. I was... I actually was drinking my water and his logo came up. I was like, I'm not giving his job a free promo. But um, so he works for Excel Sports. So he um, he it's a sports management company. And so okay. they they uh, manage athletes, but also um, they work with brands, a lot of different sports brands um, okay. across different leagues. Um, and so okay. he works. With, they, they sell like name and rights to stadiums mm-hmm. to He's probably downstairs listening to me like, girl, I don't know what you're talking about. You don't even know what I do. But they sell name and rights to like stadiums and um, jerseys. So like a lot okay. of multi-million dollar deals that um, he has the opportunity to work on. So he is just as busy. I'm not right. going to say he's like probably five times more busy than me if that's even possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just, you know, we tag team and kind of right. find a balance for sure. Yeah, but that's good because that means he gets it right because y'all have similar careers, not exactly the same, but still kind of like that entertainment field, and so y'all get each other. So I think that's actually perfect how that yeah, worked out. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah. We we definitely he knows like when it's busy season for me and vice versa. Like this week mm-hmm. is crazy, crazy. So he's been like he puts her down for bedtime every night anyway, but mm-hmm. just been you know a lot more uh, hands on. Um, with dinner and things like that while I'm like up late doing email so we can then I know when he's like you know traveling or things like Mm -hmm. that like how to basically try to tap in help or ask his mom to come over whatever so but yeah yeah yeah, and he travels a lot so that's that can be I know he better sit down because this baby coming you know soon (laughs) sit on down (laughs) exactly Oh, man. Well, thank you for your time, too. I mean, you took time to talk to us on the pod about your life and your busy season. So we appreciate that. So with that being said, friend, what are we drinking for Mama Juice? And I know it's a mocktail because we got a pregnant mama on here. So what are we drinking? (laughs) So we have the mock and the cocktail um, version. But because Chloe is an expecting mama, we have to start with our (laughs) mocktail. Uh, And... (laughs) The name of our drink is called Lights, Camera, Action. Oh, I like that. And, <laughs> and obviously, it is inspired by Chloe and her line of work and just the amazing mama and wife she is. Um, she's living a Lights, Camera, Action lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So that is the name of our drink. And what it has, this is the mocktail. It has two ounces of fresh lemon juice, a half an ounce of agave, Two ounces of rose water. It's topped with soda water, and you garnish it with a lemon slice and edible flower. For the cocktail, which is, <laughs> hmm, it has. Which, which I can ounce. have in the doubt. <laughs> yeah, she's like, like I'll after you had the baby. Yeah. Like about five more months, but go ahead. Like, let it be known. Be let it be clear <laughs> that I'm going to have my cocktail after this baby. Um, but it has an ounce of fresh lemon juice a half an ounce of agave, two ounces of tequila, two ounces of rose water, and it is garnished with the lemon slice and edible flour. That's so the good, action y'all. is the tequila. That's the action. <laughs> yes. But you can have vodka or gin as your, um, your spirit too. So it's a, a good drink. It's good. Nice it's camera good. action. And it's not too much because, you know, Kendra make those strong drinks sometimes. But this is not like a good, you're going to give me a beverage. Give me a beverage. You can have <laughs> all of it. Really good. I'm, a, I'm definitely going to do the mocktail 
Um, yeah. This weekend. Good. Okay. Yeah. But now so, I'm going to just have my water. But I'll yeah, that's fine. We Hydrate, you. you know. <laughs> so if this is yes. your first time listening, we have another segment uh, called Mama's Corner. And so this is our opportunity to be reflective or answer a question that our listener wrote in. And so we have an additional question for you. Um, and that is, how do you take care of yourself? What does self-care look like for you? You're so busy, busy mama, busy wife, busy co-worker, employee, like how does mentor. Chloe take, mentor, <laughs> everything. <laughs> how does Chloe take care of herself? Um, so the first thing, I'm going to say this really low because my husband's going to be like, you said that? <laughs> I like to shop. Like, I really Ooh. like to shop. You are a fly. <laughs> And then God God went and gave me a girl. Lord Mm. have mercy. So I just, you know, um, but no, I'm not joking. I was going to say I was joking, but I'm not. I love to shop. So that is like a stress reliever for me. Um, But but more, but the, the, the real answer to your question is spending time with my girlfriends, right? Like just escaping just everything like work Mm -hmm. and just everything that's going on um, around me and just spending time with my girlfriends, hanging out, talking, being honest, um, you know, just having like a hat world. Haven't had a glass of wine in a while, but having like a glass (laughs) of wine with them or going to like a spa with them um, or like we will sometimes we'll do like a spa and then a dinner um, or just find like a show to go to or something like that. So a lot of times just like spending time with my girlfriends um, and then traveling. I love mm-hmm. traveling. We just came back from DR um, a couple of weeks ago. And so sometimes now that Nuri's older, I'm OK with leaving her and like yeah. my husband and I were going on vacation um, so we've had a, a few cool trips this year um, before I got pregnant. <laughs> but but those are like my three things, right? Like shopping is just, it allows me to be creative and like just kind of be carefree and a little irresponsible at times. <laughs> um, and then girlfriends just allow me to just kind of release and relax and reflect and just have like heart to heart conversations, um, talk about things with them um, that are serious or not so serious and just kind of let your hair down, um, have some, some mom and complain about your kids. You know, you love them, but you want to complain mm-hmm. about them anyway. <laughs> every, it happens every day. Um, you miss them and then you don't want to be yeah, around them at the same time. Judge. Exactly. Right. But I'll be a judge and be like, hey, let me tell you what this damn girl did. Um, <laughs> So that, and then I was, and then again, traveling, those are my three and traveling. We, I, we love, love, love to travel. Um, and then it's been fun though, bringing Nuri's places because now that she's older, she understands like, you know, when she's on a plane and where mm-hmm. she's going and like mm-hmm. teaching her about different cultures and things like that. So excited for when baby boy gets here and he can tag along, but also excited for those times where, you know, we leave them back and we can go to mm-hmm. Vegas and see Usher or whatever, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So um, traveling is, is is definitely a way that we relax and you just kind of close the computer or don't bring the computer with you. But that never mm-hmm. happens for me for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh-uh. That's that's my that's going to you know what that's going to be my goal for 2024 on the next vacation to not bring the laptop with me. That's mm-hmm. that's going to be there a we go. Um, All right. 
but yeah, those are kind of the three things, the three ways I like to relax for sure. Love that. Love that. We'll hold we'll you call, accountable on yeah, that. Yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> we the see next you vacation, on vacation. Like, you got we're that gonna DM you. you. I know, right? Send me a screenshot. <laughs> I want to make sure. Send me a picture. But yes. this is awesome. So, Chloe, if people want to connect with you more, how can they get in contact with you? Um, anything you want to, it could be a social media, email, whatever works for you. Yeah, you can um, reach out to me. Like, I do check my DMs all the time. Um, reach out to me on Instagram, Miss Chloe L, M S C H L O E E L L E. I would say that's probably the best way. And then I can, okay. I can follow up with my email address, um, my personal or my work if it's work related. Um, but I would say that's the best way. And it's kind of like a, I mean, I'm kind of an open book on on social media. Mm-hmm. You kind of see my husband, you see my daughter, kind of see our lives. I'm always, even though Nuri has completely taken over my Instagram, it's <laughs> no longer my page. Right. Um, so if you want to see a little spunky three year old, feel free to follow me. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, I would say that's definitely the best way. Love it. That's Love good. it. Well, again, this was awesome, Chloe. Thank you for mm-hmm. your time. Y'all could be anywhere on your Thursday nights and you are kicking it with us at the Real Mama Pod. Yes. So, friend, where can they find us on the socials? They can find us wherever they like. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, and we are at the Real Mama Pod. If you are curious about my life, I'm at Kendra Ferg underscore on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And I'm Kendra Ferguson on Facebook. Okay. And I'm mainly on Instagram. You can follow me at devgrace underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, check out our website if you want to know more about us. Yes. If you want some mama merch out. Yes. We're wearing our sweatshirts today. Yes. But we have other things on there. We also have rich auntie merch. So check us out. Yes. Uh, you can reach us at www. Dot. The real mama pod. <laughs> dot. Com. Uh, yes. And if you are listening to us, of course, we need your reviews. Rate, subscribe, yes. review us. We're on all major platforms yes. and YouTube. Please make sure you leave your review. Yes, we've been working hard on our videos. As you, If you started with us from day one, you <laughs> see it's just getting better with time. So continue to be patient with us. And we thank you. Yes. And one last thing. If you have something from Mama's Corner. Yes. <laughs> Please write my friend in Mama's Corner. Yes. You can write us at. Mama at the real mama pod dot com. Yep. That's it. All right. <laughs> Until, Until next time. time. Bye. Bye.